eating is emotional thing, you need to be happy to eat. If you are not happy, you can't eat. By the time something that is connected to your happiness stops, it stops you from eating. So the Bible says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I wonder where you have the strength to eat when you don't love God. If you can't love God to the point that you can't eat for him, you have not started. Let's look for another word and call what you do because it's not love. Ephesians 5, 32 to 33 is a culture to be obstinate as we read. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself. And the wife see that she reference her husband. Let's go now to Deuteronomy 6 from verse 4 to 12. Deuteronomy chapter 6 from verse 4 to 12. You'll read the first one. That's 4. I'll read 5. So if you take even numbers, I take odd numbers. Okay, 1, 2, go. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. So Israel is a name of a person. Let's convert anywhere we see Israel and put our name. Okay? Can we do that together? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you are going to shout, Hear, O, and you mention your name. The Lord our God is one Lord. So that we continue reading. One to go. The Lord our God is one Lord. All right. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. Have you found that in the scripture? And all thy soul and with all thy might. Verse 6, that's your verse. Want to go. And these words I command thee this day shall in thy heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shalt talk to them when thou sittest down and when thou walkest on the way. And when thou liest down, and when you shall rise up. Verse 8. Want to go? And thou shalt bind this in their hands. Alright. They shall be on your front legs between your eyes. Verse 9. And thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house, and on thy gates. Verse 10. And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee out of the land which he has sweared unto thy father, Abraham and Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee a great... All right, all right, all right, all right. Verse 11. And when the Lord God shall give you houses full of all good things, which thou fillest not, and wells digged, which thou diggest not. That is, give you a well that you did not dig. Vineyards of olive trees which you did not plant when thou shalt have eaten and you are fully satisfied. You know, there are some people that if they are satisfied, you are wondering what is wrong with them, whether they are sick. I used to have a son that if he eats and he says, I'm satisfied, I would tell him, where is it paining you? Are you sure you're okay? Because he hardly gets satisfied. So God says, when you shall eat and you shall be satisfied. Tell somebody when you shall be satisfied. Tell somebody when you see something to eat and you are satisfied. Don't forget God. Alright, verse 12. Want to go? When you shall eat and you shall satisfy, beware else you forget the Lord. Because people don't forget God when they are hungry. They forget God when they have finished eating and they are satisfied. And don't forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt and the house of bondage. Be seated. I'll be preaching on what I call love spreading part two. Love spreading. Do you know how they spread something? Where we read in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 32 and 33... Paul was the one talking to married men. 
And he said something very, very important to married men. He says that he commands all of them that all of them should love their wives. And I now started thinking, why does somebody need to love his wife? This is my concern. Why is a husband admonished to love his wife? Because now he's talking to married men, and he's saying to married men, I command that you love your wife. And my concern is that should they tell somebody that kind of thing? Like somebody telling me, take care of your wife. Is it something somebody should advise somebody? If he didn't love the woman, he wouldn't have married the woman in the first place. So then when I was thinking about that, God started telling me that people marry for many reasons. People marry for many reasons that sometimes they even forget to love. Sometimes people just marry for children. And they forget to even love the person they get married to. Sometimes people marry because the person is a working class. The person is working. No, I like working class. I want to marry a working class so that when I bring money, she'll bring money, we'll put together, we'll do something. So the day the person loses his job, maybe the end of that marriage. David marries Saul's daughter. Not because of love, but because it was a gift. And David knows they reject gifts. Especially when it has to do with women something. May you reject some gifts. The way you're shouting at me, I'm suspecting you. May you reject some gifts. Yeah, even though I've been just staying for my house, so she can't knock. Pastor, this thing knows something waiting for blame me. I just stay for my house. She can't knock. Tell me, say, she won't spend a night. No, be me, do I? You know they reject gifts. So, people marry for many reasons. People marry for fame. People marry for fame. Sometimes people just want to marry actresses. You know, if an actress got married, it's going to be in every paper. And the husband will become popular overnight. So, many things happen like that. People get married for many, many reasons. That sometimes love can be disregarded. And while I was thinking about that, God said to me that many people also come to the church. Or come to God for many reasons that sometimes love is not even there. Tell somebody, why are you chasing God? Tell somebody, why are you fooling God? What do you really want from him? Most people most want, people to, want be to be close to close God, to God so, so that he can take care of them. Just like some people want to marry so that their husband can take care of them. Not love. Oh. There are many people that don't marry because of love. Which is a very bad thing. I'm not trying to promote that. I'm trying to tell you that it's so bad. That's why when Paul was admonishing Husbands, he now told the husbands, love your wife. Because there are people who married their wives because of how slim it was. And all of a sudden, he started becoming balloon. Big, 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 big. And every time they start quaffing the mother, they tell the first daughter, you want to be as fat as your mother, who cannot climb staircase. So you now see that some people are keeping the marriage because they don't want to divorce and have problems. They don't want the pastor to suspend them so that they have problems. So they just say, let yours stay together so that they will not say. If they say right now, on January 30th, all the marriages in the world will be resolved. And they will do another marriage by February 2nd. Pick anybody you like and marry. It may not be the one that you married before. You will be shocked. A lot of married people, after they resolve it, and the wife would now say, honey, come now, let us do it. He said, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 I'm running. I'm running for my life. And so on. So people get married for many reasons. And the same thing is with God. People come to God for many reasons. A lot of people come to God because they want God to send them to school to help them. A lot of people come to God because they want God to help them to be free from their enemies. God should help them to be free from their enemies. A lot of people come to God because they want God to clothe them. A lot of people come to God because somebody told them that he was going to kill them. So they now run to God. They don't really love God. So God in that Deuteronomy had to command everybody and said, You should love the Lord thy God. How can somebody create you, make you this beautiful? And made you so, so good, made you very, very intelligent and so on. And you grow up and you don't love him. How can someone watch over you night and day? protect you, deliver you, 
make you to become intelligent? How much did you pay to become intelligent? I have a daughter that is so, so intelligent. When she wrote Waik, Waik had to hold the results and give the results of others. And they said, did this person come and defend the results? Because of how she was passing everything. My daughter. And science explained that if you are very intelligent, that it depends on how many grain particles. I don't know what they call grain particles. <laughs> you know when science is confused, they speak confused English also. They say it depends on how many grain particles is in your brain. So now, who was the one who put the grain particle in this one and forget to put it in another person's head? Do you understand? This person can have so much grain particles. It doesn't read much. It understands very much. I used to have problem with some girls who were always sitting in the front of our class. Every little thing the teacher said, do you understand? Yes, sir. Do you understand? We now had to go and warn them. If you understand, always keep quiet. Always look at us at the back and find out if we understand. If we understand, you understand. If we don't understand, if you dare say yes, sir, again. Because they will be saying something and we will be trying to understand. And then people will say, yes, sir, please continue, sir. We understand. So you now see that God has showered us with so much love. All of us have had God's love in different dimensions. Some people are loved by God to see their parents alive. Their two parents are still alive and they are so wonderful. Some people are so loved by God also and they don't have anyone alive. And God is still protecting them like they have. Some people are loved by God and they have no sickness. Some people don't have that grace. Some people were born with a lot of sicknesses, struggle with them. Some people are so loved by God and they are so intelligent. Though they don't have money, they are so intelligent. Some people are so loved by God, they did not really make a good result. But they have good jobs than people that had good results. Some people can be very, very intellectual and they can pass exams very well. But they can't do well on physical presentation. When they are doing defense or physical presentation, they can't hold the microphone and talk. But some people cannot even write it down, but give the mic. They will call altar call in defense. Now see that every of us have received God's love in different, different aspects. There was a lady in my class who was not intelligent at all. But she was the first person to be married. On the wedding day, we were now pitting the man's children, how their children are going to be. Because this girl, if she sits close to you, she can copy and copy your name. But you see, she just received God's love on that aspect. I've even heard a man say, I'm not getting married to her. She's too intelligent. I'm not getting married to her. She's too intelligent. No one, a woman, will come sell me. So you now see that all of us have enjoyed God's love in different, different aspects. But the problem is that the God who had loved us and make us who we are is suffering from lovelessness. He is not loved by us. You now see that a lot of people are very, very close to God when they have problems. When they have problems, that's when they run to God. A lady ran into my office and told me, Pastor, when are you having fasting and prayers? I want to seek the presence of God. I want to seek the presence of God. I say our fasting is for workers. We don't do general fasting. He said, can't I come? I told her it's three days dry. He said, no, that one is suicide. I didn't say, when you are having suicide. I said fasting. <laughs> people run to God when they have problems. A lot of people want to be close to him when they have a lot of problems, when they are threatened. When they are threatened, somebody is telling them, you will see me. That's when they are running to God. But to love God, just to show God love, is not in their hearts. So God had to say in Deuteronomy, I want you to love me. Except, Except you, love you the Lord, Lord, the Lord, there are some there blessings, are some blessings you will not be able to unlock. unlock because there because are there many, are many things, things in loving, the, loving Lord. the Lord. One of our pastors who resigned from her job and had a job after one month or two that was paid two times better than that. She resigned from the other job because the job was not giving her time for the Lord. And so there are some things that tied to loving the Lord. The actions you take in trying to prove to God that you love him, now makes you walk into other miracles. Most people, the reason why you have been on one line and one cycle for a long time is because you have not been able to demonstrate how much you love God. You just come to God if you have problem. God, oh, I have problem. Oh, God, oh, you say we should call you in the days of trouble. Can't you also call him when you are happy? You say we should call upon you in the days of trouble and you answer us. You forget where the Bible says pray without ceasing. You only call him when you are in trouble. Can't you always call God? If you have a father and you always talk to your father anytime you have problems, 
if it is my kind of father, when you call again, say, what is it, what is it again? When, when you, will you be close, be close to, God, to God just because just you, love you love him? And so in that place of the scripture, God started emphasizing that we have to love him. And he mentioned four ways that we have to love him. Four good ways that we have to love him. I need to write that down. There are four ways that God wants us to love him. Number one is that the Bible says here, love the Lord with all. He keeps mentioning all. Love the Lord with all. Love the Lord with all. Love the Lord with all. So he's saying that we should use all that we have to love him. There are some people that they love God with some things, but don't want to love God with the other thing. They love God with their 2029, but they don't love God with some denominations in their pockets. Somebody posted something online someday, and he said that, he mentioned currencies that will enter heaven. And it says 10 naira will enter heaven. 20 naira will enter heaven. 50 naira will enter heaven. 5 naira, they are much in heaven. And he said he is not sure 1,000 naira notes will enter heaven. And they asked him why. He said that there not people that go to church that will go to heaven. Very many. 20 naira goes to church every Sunday. 10 naira goes to church every Sunday. If you have been bringing 15 naira to church every Sunday, wave your hands to Jesus. 20 naira wave also. 10 naira wave. And he said that we have deprived 1,000 naira notes from going to God. <laughs> So people limit areas where they love God. They can love God in some things. But I have a friend, he doesn't go to church, but whenever you are going to church, he will give you offerings. When you now go to church, Mona put offering there for you. He does not love God with his life, but he wants to love God with his money. God is not that desperate for money that you can go sleep with a man and have money from adultery or fornication and come and give God the money like he's a beggar. He's not. The same God who's looking for the money is also looking for your life. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, I'm among the few pastors in the world that can actually say, if you get your money from a bad source, don't bring it to church. If you get your money from Yahoo, Yahoo, don't bring it to the church. It's not good. If you get your money from a man, getting it from prostitution and all of that, don't bring it to the church. The same God that needs your body is the same God that needs the money. So you can't give him parts and not give him the other parts. So the Bible is saying, love the Lord with what? With all. That's the first way to love the Lord. And if we must unlock the blessings that God has kept for us, we have to understand that this is the key. The key is what? Love the Lord. Tell somebody the key is love the Lord. Tell somebody, do you love the Lord? If God stopped to do the things he's doing for you now, will you still love him? What is the thing that you're really enjoying from God? If he stops to do it right now, will you still love him? Or maybe you are operating on a scholarship and so on. If the people in the scholarship stop paying you, will you still love God? God wanted to prove how much he is loved by Job to Satan. Satan said, forget it, God. He's loving you because of money. Is it not because of the children you've given to him? His children are ten children. He has money, he has so much. That's why he loves you. And God said to me, let me prove to you that he doesn't love me because of money. Took away all the money. Took away all the children. Took away everything. And the young man was still in love with God. Can you imagine that the wife told him, cause God and died. Instead of him to cause God, he was busy causing himself. He said, cause be the day I was born. Because the woman heard him cause every other thing. He did not cause God. He said, the woman said, please, just cause God. And he said, no. Must we always receive good things from the Lord? Always. It comes from a heart that loves the Lord before he can say such a thing. There are people that if God just make their salary to be dropped, they don't pay them full salary. They pay them half salary, they are unhappy with the Lord. They don't love God again because they have not paid them how much they used to pay them. If somebody promised you a job and later on he changes his mind, you now become so depressed and so on. Your love for God is not much. If it was much, you would have loved God more than those things. So the second one is love the Lord with all your hearts. Tell somebody, love the Lord with all your hearts. Loving the Lord with all your hearts is loving the Lord above your heart desire. Whatever thing your heart should desire of. If your heart would desire for money, love the Lord above money. If your heart desire for woman, love the Lord above woman. If your heart desires for big, big cars, because if you don't love the Lord above the cars, you can do anything to have the car. If you don't love the Lord above having houses, you can do anything to have the house. 
But when you love God more than the houses, and there are situations that you would have done anything to have the house, you will consider the love of God first. And the truth is that if you, if you grow up, grow and, you up don't and you love don't love God, God you, you have, have defeated, defeated the purpose, the purpose in, which in which you were created. God created us to love him. If you grow up and you don't love God, you have just cancelled the reason why you were created. The reason why you were created is abolished, is, is destroyed. God created you to love him and you now grow up and you don't love him. I don't know if you understand what it means for you to marry a wife and he doesn't love you. Do you know what it means for you to have something and the thing you have doesn't love you? How many of you have a phone that you use thumbprints? Somebody else will come and use thumb and do something and it's working, but your own is not working in it. How will you feel? I want you to feel what God has been feeling. I mean you have a house, but you can't sleep in your house. There was a friend I have who had so much attack, he can't sleep in his house. A very big house, can't sleep in the house. So one day when she was away, went and slept somewhere, he said, I cannot sleep in that house. Gave me the key and I went to the house and slept in the house. And I told him, there's nothing in this house. He said, no, 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 there are voices I'm hearing in this house. He can't sleep in his house. So I'm telling you, how would you feel if you have a house? Your house doesn't love you, but it loves other people. How will you feel if you have clothes? It doesn't size you, it sizes other people. How would you feel? How would you feel? Am I talking to somebody? How will you feel if you have a child and your child doesn't love you? He loves some other person. He loves the stepmother. doesn't love the mother. I've seen a child come to me before and said, Daddy, I want us to pray for my stepmother. My mother hates my stepmother so much. I want us to pray for my stepmother that God will keep my stepmother from my mother killing my stepmother. How would you feel? So that's what God has been suffering from. Suffering from people he created. He loves so much, but they don't love him. Anytime they come to him, they don't come to him to tell him they love him. Or they don't show him any sign of loving him. Anytime they come to him, hey, God, hey, 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 you know, say, this is school. I'll give, I need, I need transport. I need transport to go to school. I need school fee. I need school fee. There are most of you that anytime you run to God, God said they have come. It's money again. There's no love. There is no affection. There is no communication. There is no connection. Even if God wants to talk to somebody, you are not always ready. There is no link that links you to God. There is nothing that makes two of you flow together. You are just a begging kind of person. People give money to anybody. But there's a difference between a father giving money to the son and a man giving money to a beggar. Most of us have changed our position before God. We no longer become sons again. We now become beggars. There is no connection. There is no relationship. It is just when you need money, you just beg, just ask. He gives to you and passes away. There is no connection. There is no flow. There is no relationship. Most of us are like that. So God had to say, tell the people of Israel that they should love me with all their hearts. Because some of their hearts is on something else. Some people have love for God. But their heart for God is on something else. If they try this, it doesn't work. Try this, it doesn't work. They can come to God. And if they try God, it doesn't work. They come to something else. The second thing that God told us to love him with was to love the Lord thy God with all thy soul. All thy soul. Loving the Lord with your soul is that make your love emotional. Let it not just be something you mention with your voice because we have a very deceptive age. Where people can say, Jesus, I love you with all of my heart. We love you and there's no love inside. There are many, many times that people just express their love in words, but don't mean it. Have you not seen somebody who tells somebody, I love you so much, by the time the person is pregnant, they say, don't come to my house again. He said, but you said you love me. Love who? Come on, get out. Somebody can actually tell you, I love you, just to get what he wants. After he has gotten what he wants, his love turned to something else. Most of us are like that before God. We tell God, God, we love you. God we love you and God will say what do you want I just want wisdom now I'm giving the wisdom that was the last time God saw them tell somebody how's your love life with God walk close to five persons tell the person how much do you love God five persons Tell somebody the key to your breakthrough this year 
is love the Lord. Tell somebody the key to your blessing this year is love the Lord. Tell your friend, if you love the Lord, more than how you love that brother, there will be a difference in your life. Tell someone, if you love the Lord, more than how you love that sister, your life will be meaningful. There are people that when we love them, it doesn't change anything about us. We love them, it doesn't change anything. But if you love the Lord, it changes everything about you. Changes everything about you. A young girl, somebody who is not even married, has invested all her love in a very foolish boy. All her love. So when God is saying, love the Lord with all your soul, what he's saying is that, I want you to be connected to me emotionally. That is, if we get angry, you can't eat. How many people have had a breakup before? People have had breakup before. There's been a breakup. Come on, be sincere. It's adult church. If somebody has broken your heart before, lift up your hands to Jesus. Wow. Lift it and keep it there. Just lift it. Let us be the only people that are sincere. Let us be the only people that are sincere. Lift it up. Let us that are pretending keep pretending. Lift it up. Someone has broken your heart before. People that someone has broken their heart before, let them be upstanding. Let's see. Who else? Who else? You've had heartbreak. Uh-uh. Pastor Webb, you've had heartbreak before. Wow. I used to think you are in double skill. They are not breaking your heart. <laughs> yes, who have had heartbreak before? Let me see your hand. Do you understand? If the heartbreak, are you listening to me? If the heartbreak was somebody broke your heart, let me see your hand. Somebody broke your heart. Okay, powerful. Powerful. Alright, please, can you move a little bit forward? Let's discuss. We just want to share. We just want to share. So, move a little bit forward. Move a little bit forward. Let me tell you something. Are you paying attention to me? If somebody comes to you right now, Pastor Wem, if somebody comes to you on the street, you don't know the person before, and the person comes to you like this, you don't know the person before, on the junction, you are standing at the junction, he comes to you and says, I hate you, I don't love you, and leave. How would you feel? Nothing, sir. I don't even have anything to do with him. You don't feel anything. Because you are not connected in any way to person. So a person will just say, I hate you. I don't love you. Now say, who you are love? Help. Yeah. But there are people that they just come to you and say, there's something I want to say. You say, okay, what's that? You know, we have been together for five years now. He said, and so and so. And uh, you see, I went to Refiner City. The preaching there has really, and so and so. The person now said, okay, I want us to channel all our love to Jesus. All the love you have been loving me. Just discover that there's somebody who needs the love more than us. Let's give it to him. I've given my own already before I came to tell you. By the time I tell you that, you now see that it looks like you have lost two of your kidney. So, I shared my experience in the second service. When I was in the world, my year one, I was in a class. Lecturer was teaching. We were looking. And all of a sudden, I heard a message on my phone. And it was on the April 1st. So, I didn't know. Some things can happen to you on April Fool and you forget it was April Fool. So, I heard from the lady I loved that time, that year. I started loving the Lord in year two. All my heart was in a lady's hand. Can you imagine the risk? The risk people can risk to carry all their hearts and put in a lady's hand. <laughs> what a risk. My heart was not in the hands of God. Put it in a lady's hand. A lady that can throw it off and go and marry another man. Did I tell you that there was a time? There was a time in a certain community around here. Somebody killed himself because the person he loved got married to another person. Went and hung himself. He carried his love, gave it to a lady's hand. The lady took it to Lagos and dropped it. They came back and married another person. So I was in the school listening to the lecture. My phone rang and message entered. So I opened. 
I said, thank you for being so good all these years. I have decided that it's over between us. I cancel open again. It's over between us. It's over between us. I tried to call. The person rejected. Tried to call. The person rejected. That's the last thing. I didn't hear what the lecturer was teaching again. I was looking at the lecturer. I could not see the lecturer. I didn't even know when the lecturer left the class. So, at that point, it means the heart was not the only one that was in love, but the soul. The soul. So, God is saying, love me with all your soul. You know, there are people that you love so much, and if they are sick, you know. God says, why are you not connected to me in such a way that if I'm happy, you know. If I'm sad, you know. Some of us, the love we have for God is so shallow. So shallow. It's just this lifting up of our hands and saying, Jesus, I love you. That's all you have for God. It does not touch your emotions. A lady called me and told me, anytime I pass and go to Korobasi or go to Portacourt, and I pass and I see that Refiner City is not roof, I cannot sleep that day. The lady told me, I cannot sleep that day. Send me the quotation of the whole roofing of the place. I want to have my peace. So you now see that the person has loved God beyond the mouth something because love is very cheap when we are talking about it. He said, I cannot sleep. Anytime I pass and see the place uncompleted, I can't sleep. Two persons have told me something like that. There was a day Bishop Omar, my father in the Lord, came to the place and uh, stood there, prayed. He said, Lord, please provide somebody that will roof this church and snap some pictures and send to me on WhatsApp. I said, I passed through that place. I'm not happy that that place is not roofed. Many times he keeps passing, stop by there and look at the place and pass. And says, anytime I see that the place is not roofed, I bleed. And there are people that it doesn't bother them at all. Doesn't bother them at all. You see, let me tell you something. You will only know that you love God when you see God's nakedness and you are ashamed. That's when you will know that you love God. That's how you pass on the streets and you see a mad person walking naked. It doesn't bother you now. It doesn't bother you. It's a market. Ah, tell all these mad, mad people. New, new mad people don't enter this town. But if the husband of the person who loved the person pass and see the wife naked, he's so, so ashamed. So ashamed. Most of you, how I know you don't love God is that you see God's nakedness. It doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother you. What do I mean by God's nakedness? Lapses in the church, lapses in the place of choir, lapses, maybe lapses everywhere. Things you should do for God. Nobody's doing it. Things you like to do for God, you used to do for God. Nobody's doing it. And you're not bothered. You can sleep and wake up and continue your life. There's no connection between you and God. God said this year, I want you to love me with so much of that connection. And that is to love the Lord with all soul. So these people that are here are going to tell us what they have encountered when they had the heartbreak. So what happened? Okay, when I had a misunderstanding with someone I loved. Then he told me, Emidion, I hate you. I don't even want to see you anywhere close to my house. I was like, what did I do? What have I done? He said, do you know how much I've sacrificed for you? And I told him, do you know how much I've sacrificed for you? So two of you have sacrificed for each other. <laughs> you died on the cross. <laughs> you sacrificed and you're still alive. And somebody sacrificed and died on the cross. I wonder what some people say. Do you know how much I'll sacrifice? If you want to check all it is, 12,500 naira. <laughs> 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 all, all. 12,500 naira, 555 naira. So when the person said that, how did you feel? I was crying. I could not eat. I could not do anything. <laughs> You cried. Your heart was broken. You couldn't eat. What's your favorite? My favorite. I love to eat cookies. Cookies. So that day they bring you cookies. What will you do? I reject everything. If you don't love God to the point that you can't eat, then forget it. I'm talking about people that are starting fasting tomorrow. If you can't love God to the point that you can't eat for him, you have not started. Let's look for another word and call what you do. Because it's not love. Love. Love that somebody's heart was broken and he could not eat. And you say you love God and yet you can eat. (laughs) 
I don't know what kind of love you say you do. See, sometimes when you measure what you do with God and call it love, you now discover it's not love. Love. You love God. And your lover is having an occasion. That is Sunday service is your lover's occasion. And you stay back at home and you are sleeping. Whereas when you are former boyfriend, before you gave your life to Christ, did birthday, you were the one running around, running around, wearing same uniform with a stupid boy and snapping picture. Posting rubbish on Facebook that you are trying to delete now. But the Lord, your God, your lover, who died for you, who even sacrificed something. You see, two of you sacrificed something. The one who even sacrificed something is having an occasion in church and you are not there. Stay at home. In my tongue, they flash a womb. Leave me off my phone. I'll on it when they are done with the meeting. No, what you have, I'm not sure it's love. Find another thing and call it. Because this lady loved the guy with all her soul. Do you know eating is emotional thing? It's something you don't just, you need to be happy to eat. If you're not happy, you can't eat. By the time something that is connected to your happiness stops, it stops you from eating. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the Bible says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I wonder where you have the strength to eat when you don't love God. So if your joy is disconnected with God, it should stop where you eat. Sometimes that's why people, after they finish committing sin, they can't even do anything. I've seen somebody that after committing sin, went to prayers and was fasting, could not eat. The Bible said when they revealed to David that David had committed sin, when they analyzed everything that he did, he could not eat. The Bible said he couldn't eat. But nowadays we have people that finish committing sin and tell them to bring extra. So I like your example. Your example is a very powerful example. You must have really been so much in love with that guy. You said you couldn't eat? Yes, daddy. And what else happened? Were you able to even sleep? Most times I would just go outside. At night I would pretend as if I'm sleeping. Then I would wake up, go outside and start talking. Like I would start discussing with myself. And You were discussing with yourself? What it means is that when somebody is emotionally connected, you can be off. She said she used to talk to herself. Let's hear from the second person. Thank you. When I discovered the person had a lover that is 30 years older than I am. And has collected list already to marry me. I was somehow broken. But I still pretended nothing happened. But I knew what was going on. Even at that, I was affected. Like, anytime I see the person, my heart will bleed. Because this is the only person I've known. So you have internal heart bleeding. How I wish I can hear somebody say, anytime I see God's things not in place, my heart will bleed. That is how to love the Lord with all your soul. Anytime I see things not done the way it should be done in the house of God, my heart will bleed. The bleeding hearts. I'll preach on the bleeding hearts one day. So finally, the person... Even when he was still dating a woman of 60-something years, he still went home. <laughs> you see, have you seen how the devil can... The devil can mess your life, Obo. And take you to somebody who is even looking 30 years ahead of you. He's looking... At... Okay, continue. He still wanted to marry me, so I cannot hide it at that point. I told him I know what is going on. I even had the videos. And when I showed him, he said... If you are not comfortable that way, then you can go to hell. You see, when you love people who God doesn't want you to love, you go to hell. When you love Jesus, you go to heaven. Are you learning something from this? It says you can go to hell. As if they were going to heaven before. So when you were talking to him, were you crying also? Were tears dropping from your eyes? It was not. But in the secret, were you crying in the secret? Okay, you had an indabosky spirit. But your heart bleed. 
Ah, this is how to love the Lord our God with all our soul. Love the Lord our God with all our soul. There are people that they don't even connect with God at all. Their connection with God is dead. What touches God doesn't touch them. Sometimes they will sing a song and it touches everybody. People are touched by the song. And you are like, uh, why are they falling down? Why are they lying down? Why are they kneeling down? Must they kneel down? Must they? uh, You are not connected. If you are not connected, forget it. We know what we are feeling. People that don't feel anything. Hey, love the Lord thy God with all thy soul. We are going to come to your own. I know you have a very long life. Please thank you. The other part is love the Lord thy God with all your other heart, soul, and might. Might is love the Lord thy God with all your strengths. Have you fought for somebody you love before? Let me see your hand up. Where else can they ask you something like this? When you lift up your hand, God just erased that one because there are things that are still written boldly. When you lift up your hand, you have confessed it. God erased that one. If you are fighting for somebody you love before, lift up your hand. Let me see. <laughs> okay, you'll fight with another woman before because of somebody you love. Is there anybody like that? Or am I the only person? Okay, don't worry. You are not going to come out. I give you my words. Just, just wave your hands to Jesus. Nobody. Okay, I've seen one. Who else? That is a loving the boy or loving the girl with all your might. Now discover that somebody else is loving the person that you love. And you go there and display your power. And after you beat the person, it's the person that beats the person that will take the woman. But there was one case I saw. After the guy came and beat the other guy up, he says, well, you can beat me, but it is me the girl loves. You can <laughs> Do you love the Lord with all your might? That is using all your power to save God. That is what it is. Because saving God is just like trying to deliver God. You understand? It's like somebody falling into water and they say, let's save the person. Saving God most times is delivering God from shame. Delivering God from things that would have made God's name to be put to shame. Saving God most times delivers him from that. So sometimes saving God needs all of your strengths. All of your strengths. Especially our youthful strengths as youths. God wants you to use your youthful strength and save God. Not using your youthful strength and save a woman. How many of you used to carry firewood on your head and go and give a woman before in those days before God saved you? Wow. I've seen some sincere hands. Michael, you have many testimonies. So. How many of you have carried water before in pump? This one is normal. I'll have many people. You saw the lady and you told the lady, don't worry, I'll carry two at the same time. The lady said, please let me help you. No, don't worry. You have never carried two for your mother before, but you carry two. Don't worry, don't worry. It's not happening. Nothing is happening. But in school. Wow. Any other person? Any other person? Save the Lord with all your strength. Saving the Lord with all your strength is that something you wouldn't have done anywhere else. But because of Christ, you have done it. That's saving the Lord with all your strength. So I, I came to intrude into your love life. Do you really love Jesus? That you can demonstrate all your strength for him. It's not save the Lord with some strength and reserve some more. Do you know what it means to save God with all your strength? You know when you're using all your strength, you don't know when it will finish. When the strength finishes, you die. True or not true? So it is saving God as if your life depends on that. That's what it means to save God with all our strength. That is all our might. All our energy. I pity people in Lagos. They wake up very early. Go to work. They'll travel like three hours to work. Like from here to Portacourt to work. And come back. Go very early, like four o'clock. They wake up. And they come back like very late, like ten o'clock. And you even wonder how they have the life of their own. Saving the Lord with all their strength. These are people that if they tell you stay in the church a little bit for 2.30, that is 2 hours, 30 minutes. You say, oh God, they've stayed for too long. No, the church has stayed for too long. That's the problem. The problem I have is that you people stay for too long. When did they stay for too long? 2 hours, 30 minutes. You guys stayed for too long. When you stay small, you now take your time. 
check, check it out. When you were sitting your wayek, especially general maths, you stayed for three good hours. If you have my kind of invigilator, you don't even ease yourself. Three hours, general maths, you just stay there. No urinating, everywhere is quiet. Does it not bother you? The small time you are staying in the church, you are just looking at your time. You are staying for too long. We are staying for too long. Pastor James was talking about how people can save the devil with all their strength. And he was talking about club. That club, there is no chair. When people come to church, they say, Pastor, I couldn't come to church. I was so tired. I now wonder whether they are coming to church to carry blocks. Are you the one coming to preach? You are just sitting down. Are you not resting as you are sitting down there? You are sitting down to rest. You are telling me that you can't come to church because you were very tired. Are you not coming to sit down and rest? Are you the one coming to preach? In club, everybody standing. No chair. Everybody, they are all standing, dancing in the club. No chair. From 8 o'clock in the night till daybreak. I wonder where you get the strength from. And church, let's just stand up and read the Bible. You sit down. Let's stand up and pray and worship the Lord. You cannot. They're staying for too long. Let's hear the guy's testimony before we close. Wow. Put your hands together for the guy. They've broken your heart before? Oh, several times. Wow. Hallelujah. Well, I've had my own share of... Of love abuse. (laughs) Of heartbreaks and um, I've broken hearts as well, so... uh, I... But I just want to pick one that happened back in Lagos before I came to Archibald. That was immediately after my secondary school... I started working somewhere, so I met this girl. This girl. <laughs> this girl. I met her, so we got along and um, we became friends. From there, things moved and then <laughs> we started dating. So <laughs> she was so close to me, and when I go to work most times, I think on Fridays, I can still remember vividly on Fridays, every Friday to be precise, I leave my house key. My father's house key. Hey. How I wish you can love God so much that you can give your heart's key to the Lord. Tell somebody, who is your heart's key with? Tell somebody close to you, who is holding your heart's key? Is it a foolish girl or a foolish boy? Hey. Let's continue, let's continue. So, the kind of life I lived in Lagos, uh, my parents were not around most of the time. My mom is a very busy kind of woman. My mom does not stay at home. My dad was not at home most of the time. So, my mom can just come home in the night and then straight to her room. There are times I keep this girl in the house for, like, Friday, and she goes back on Sunday evening. With my mom still in the house, she doesn't know that the girl is in the house with me. Wow. Don't laugh. It is what you have been doing. You ought to have done before. What are you trying to laugh? Some people can even be in the house and they say, don't come out until I tell you to come out. You are there. And your mother say, wants to come and search for something in the room. Mommy, what is it? I'll check for you. What, what is it? I, I'll check, I, I've already checked this. I'll, I'll check for you. What, what is it? When you see somebody on nursery obedience, on nursery obedience, just know that something is wrong. Hey, Father, deliver them in Jesus' name. So, we went along and we dated for about a year plus. A year plus. So, a particular Friday, because most, like, about in a month, we go out for dinner, like, two times. So, she called That you have money for dinner. <laughs> if you don't do something in the house of you, you'll see what I'll do to you. Two times a month. Like how much you always spend in every dinner? Come closer. It's not really in an exotic restaurant, so it's we say about four, five, five thousand naira. So that particular Friday, she called me and. Um, 
She was like, let's go out for dinner. That she was going to pay this time around. I said, okay, fine. No it's the first time she was going to pay. I was surprised because I do pay the bills. So I went and then she told me that she appreciated everything we've been, everything we've done together, all the times and whatever, whatever. She was just talking like that. And I was wondering, babe, why are you talking like this? <laughs> I was wondering, babe, why are you talking like this? So she actually dropped it that night. She wasn't interested anymore. I don't understand. I tried asking her what the problem was. She just paid the bills and, and left. And okay, so how was your life during that time? I was so into her and um, I was not myself for about two months or so. I couldn't go anywhere. I resigned from work. I <laughs> All the people that are working in Niger Bits and you claim you love the Lord, you cannot resign from the job. It's not love at all. It's not love. The guy said he resigned. I'm not preaching again. That's a whole preaching. The guy said he resigned from work. That is to say, of what use is work when the love of my life has left me? See, let me tell you something. When Jesus has become the love of your life, you resign from anything that does not give him the glory. Anything that does not magnify himself, you resign from it. When you find people who are actually doing something that God doesn't like and they are continuing in it and so on, there is no love. The love is not emotional. So God says for you to unlock my miracle, love me with all your heart, love me with all your soul, and love me with all your might. Let's be upstanding, everybody. Lift your hands up to Jesus. Somebody who say, I love Jesus. And the job you are actually doing is not in line with God. It takes love to, 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 to resign. Open your mouth and say, Lord, I want you to teach me. Teach me how to love you. Teach me how to put you in front. Open your mouth and talk to God. Teach me how to love you. Teach me how to put you in front above everything. Open your mouth and talk to God. Open your mouth and speak to God.